This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Diesel Power Products Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything between owning, operating, or building a diesel pickup. We post new episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> what is everybody? Welcome We're back. back. We are back. Yes, it's it's so cold, so cold. We are back. Winter's coming. I Winter is coming. Don't be fooled. I am not Daenerys Targaryen. My hair is not long and blonde. I am not the breaker of change, the freer of slaves, mother of dragons, whatever the hell all that is. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, our graphics guy, we like alluded to that this morning, and then 20 minutes later, all of a sudden, I'm a blonde woman, queen of dragons, and this is Jon Snow. Yeah. I look huge. You look jacked. <laughs> I look huge. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for tuning in. Today, we are talking about winter is coming, obviously, given the uh, graphic that you saw there and you're tuning in with. Um, we're going to talk about what your diesel truck goes through in the winter, things that can help, things that you may, maybe it's your first winter with a diesel truck and yeah. you didn't know what's coming. But we're going to kind of go over everything there. And I want to start it off with diesels do not like the cold. No. No. They are no. not stoked on life when it's cold. And it just. You usually need some starting aids, and that's yeah. not starting fluid. No, it's not either. <laughs> so. So yeah, they just they're compression ignition engines, so they're just they're just not happy when they're cold. Yeah. Um, the fuel doesn't like to to go boom when the uh, cylinder comes up. So especially when it's really really cold, you got to have that heat of uh, heat of compression mm -hmm. to to make ignition. That's so. true, and that's when you start getting your excessive white smoke. Mm -hmm. um, sounds like your truck is running on like two cylinders because it probably is. Yeah. Um, that raw fuel. Raw fuel burns the eyes, yeah. like thick, thick white smoke. Yeah. Um, contrary to the, like, obviously excessive black smoke that's, you know, unburnt fuel, white smoke is also, like, non-combusted fuel, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Or non-ignited fuel. Yeah. Um, and that's what really burns your eyes. It's, yeah. you'll, you'll, the first time you see it, you'll be like, oh. Yeah, you can even, like, walk through it 
and like feel like you just yeah. got dipped in diesel fuel. Yeah, and <laughs> like your, your clothes will smell like yeah. it forever for the forever. rest of the day. Like you're, you're good. You're, or if you have a nose like my wife, for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Those just turned into shop clothes. It's true. So. <laughs> you can't get rid of that smell. No, you can't. Um, so you might also see blue smoke. Yeah. Um, I would say excessive blue smoke. That's an issue. That's bad. <laughs> but a little bit of blue smoke, it happens. You know, that's just basically oil burning yeah. off. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what you can do to, you know, prevent your truck maybe from excessively smoking in the mornings when you got to get it started up. Yeah. Um, I'd say for, yeah. I'm looking at the comments here. Everybody loves your hat. I'm telling you right now, I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> and and two, this this is like real rabbit's fur, so it's yeah, like extremely is, hot. Yeah, it's so I, I'm probably gonna take it off about midway through this show, just because I'm probably gonna be sweating. But I, yeah, I, I love this hat. This, this, this is the we're gonna talk about hats here too when we get into a little bit more deeper into what you should carry yeah. on your truck here. So you look very handsome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs> um, so what you can do to help prevent that smoking and the hard starts? I'd say the biggest thing, plug it in. Plug it in. Just plug it in. Um, block heater. Most trucks are, I mean, most of them are, I would say that's kind of a standard feature. I mean, it's funny because when you like go buy a new truck, there's like, that's an add-on. That's an add-on. So in one of our previous <laughs> episodes, we talked about pricing out a new truck. Yeah. And you and I were both shocked. It's like, that, would you like what? to add a block heater? It's like, we're in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Do I want four wheels? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I thought that's a standard, but yeah. Yeah. Block heaters. It is, it is something that is relatively cheap, especially if you don't have one. I mean, usually... A block heater runs like around what, like fifty to sixty bucks for the cord. I'd say absolutely, hundred dollars at most. Yeah, and because most of, most engines already have the element mm -hmm. already in the engine, you just need the cord to plug it in. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you can pick it up fairly cheap, and they're really easy to install, especially on like Cummins stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're right below the uh, exhaust manifold on the side of the block right there. Really easy to get to under the rig, mm -hmm. and you can uh, and it, it, they're kind of dummy proof to plug in too, so you can't really screw that up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, something that is extremely helpful when it's cold. <laughs> it and, is. It's the number one. In, uh, yeah, yeah. And when you, when it's plugged in and you you hop in your truck and fire it up, guess what? Your heater's already warm. Yeah. <laughs> I had so we're gonna sidebar in a seven three yeah. winter life. As we all know, I'm a seven yeah. three guy. Seven threes are notoriously cold blooded engines, just in general, and. When I would start my, my excursion or my red truck at, in the winter, I swear I would not get any heat, even after it was warmed up. I would yeah. not get any heat unless I was like at two grand, yeah. like flying down the road, until I did that 203 degree thermostat. Yeah. Uh, not a shameless plug. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but being able to like actually use your truck after you start it. So let's say yeah. it was super cold last night. You know, we're talking single digits mm -hmm. and or even double digits, you know, low teens, <coughs> whatever. But it's super cold. You go to start your truck. It barely turns over, starts, and it's smoking out your entire neighborhood. You already feel bad. <laughs> and then you get in it, and you got no power. The yeah. heat's not working. You're just, you're just yeah, like, ah! <laughs> that's where the block heater is going to come yeah. into play a lot. And we're going to dive into things that can help your you and your life and your block heater not kill your electric bill. <laughs> yeah, because so people think, oh, it's just a little heater. It's just a little yeah. heating element. No big deal. You leave that. You Okay, so if you get home from work, let's say about like, 6.30, people getting off at 5, get mm -hmm. you an hour and a half, go grab some beer and whatever. If you plug your truck in at 6.30, 7 o'clock the, the night before, and you leave it plugged in, the it's, which is not bad. I mean, just, hey, you're, you're taking care of your diesel. You're keeping yeah. it nice and toasty when she's cold. It's totally fine. But 
when your wife opens up that uh, electric bill and sees it, because those things draw some freaking <laughs> electricity. Holy sure. moly. Yeah. So best piece of advice for you on that, get a little, get a little timer. Go to Home Depot, get yourself a little timer. Have it come on just like two hours before you leave. I, yeah, two hours two, plenty. Two hours plenty uh, is, is a plenty enough time. Now, this is like not guys living in like the Arctic, like obviously. You Where might have like engine blankets. More. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got some other stuff to contend with. But most people in like the lower 48, that you know, you, you leave it plugged in for two hours prior to you leaving. That thing's nice and warm, nice and toasty for you. I mean, heck, even I remember, I think it was my second gen that I had way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Even when my block heater was plugged in, when I get up in the morning to fire it up, my windshield would actually like be half defrosted already because of the heat, just the yeah. heat emitting. Um, they, they, it, it, they work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing, make sure you have a proper extension cord. Yes. Like we're talking about those things will make your bill go up. They yeah. also, they pull a lot of amperage. Yeah. So get yourself a good heavy duty like outdoor construction cord or construction extension cord. Typically the ones that like when you plug it in, like the, the, the socket will actually light up until yeah. it's live and stuff like that. That type of thing. Don't skimp out and get yourself like a $12 cord. Yeah. That's like 50 feet long and have four cords going off that to get yeah. into you. No. <laughs> Go spend the money. Don't national lampoons. What's, yeah. what's his name? Uh, what is it? Griswold. Uh, Clark. Clark. Yeah. Don't 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 do the old Clark no, Griswold no, no, no. adapter. Oh yeah, the, yeah. On yeah. The, <laughs> where he's got like adapter on top. Don't do that. Yeah, don't don't, don't be do that, that. guy. Another thing too with your cords. Now, is the one of the funniest things you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see. There's always that. You always find at least one guy that will leave his plug. Leave it plugged in to the wall and his truck and take off. Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and then you just see him driving down the freeway with a, I don't know, a 30-foot extension cord just behind the truck just to go. And yeah. <laughs> that's so, so funny. Don't uh, be that guy. So either. you can take that cord. One of my best pieces of advice is for, best piece of advice is best piece of advice for that. If you have a long enough cord, maybe route that cord up to your door handle so you know it's there. So when yeah. you open your door, you're like, oh, I gotta pl- I gotta unplug that. Because yeah, you could you could damage a lot more than uh, what you could. I mean, you could pull the cord right out of the block. I mean, if that if you got like some guys will take the cord, plug it in, and like wrap like a, a tie, tie like a, almost a knot around it. Like I do that when I'm like working on the house and whatnot, so the yeah. cord doesn't come unplugged. Um, so if you do that and then take off with it, you're ripping some things out. So just yeah. be cautious of that. That's a bad day. <laughs> and then make sure you laugh at the guy that actually does do it because yeah. it's pretty funny. And get it on video camera or whatever. Yeah, take your shots those. where you can. You take your shots where you can. That's one. <laughs> so beyond there, so we got extension cords, timers. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, making sure you got a good outlet. Don't leave it plugged in overnight all the time. Um, now we're going to talk about you know other things you can do to help prepare your truck. Things yeah. like you know making sure your batteries are good. Yeah. You know a lot of diesels have two batteries because it, you know, it takes a lot to crank those things over. Yeah. I mean, this is a very high compression engine. That, that starter motor's got to do a lot on there. Make sure you got good batteries. You'll mm-hmm. find as the temperature drops, all of a sudden your truck goes from like, boom, to boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. It just takes longer and longer and longer. You might have some battery issues going on. Yeah. Get some good batteries. And for like, like, Cummins, like Cummins engines that have grid heaters, those grid heaters pull some energy. They pull some power out of those batteries. So if you do have some batteries that are weak, Guess what? They're really going to show themselves when you mm-hmm. fire up that grid heater and you just use your last bit of juice to keep that heater yeah. warm and then you gain kind of enough to crank it. So, yeah, batteries are key. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Odyssey Extreme batteries. Yeah, good, yeah. It, it just spend your money where it counts, yeah. get a good battery, yeah. get good batteries. Um, you'll thank yourself in like three winters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beyond there, um, pretty much every diesel is going to have a wait to start light. Yeah. For the love of God. Wait. Wait to start. <laughs> just get- <laughs> 
Just give it a second. In the summer, you know, who cares? You yeah. start, you know, <laughs> you do your thing yeah. at your own discretion. But in the summer or in the winter, especially like 7.3 stuff, or like you, you yeah. get all the pigtail on the Cummins trucks, just yeah. wait. Give it a second. This yes. thing is, think of your Cummins or your Cummins or your diesel or whatever as a big, grumpy old man yeah. who's very strong and is very dependable. <laughs> However, he just doesn't like to wake up. Yeah. You, you're just like, hey, hey, buddy, yeah. you want to wake up? No, no, no. no. Hey, hey, come on, we got work to do. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. You finally get him rolled over and he's like cussing. Yeah, be nice and, to him. You just don't yeah. barge in that door and go, hey, get up. You don't yeah. do that. Yeah, you got to talk nice to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, don't forget to unplug it. God, yes. God. Such a, I should have highlighted that yeah. one. Um, again, you might see some worn out starters. Um, I got a scenario for you. Yeah, hit me. So hey, so hey Ben, what if I what if I don't have a grid here? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what if I don't have a a block here? Hmm. And it's cold, and I'm at work. I got I can't do nothing. What do I do to start my engine? Are we going torch? <laughs> He's saying this because I've had to do it. I've done it. I've had to do it too. <laughs> so yeah, a blowtorch. A blowtorch can actually, that's one of the great, we're actually going to get down things you should keep in your vehicle as well. A blowtorch, especially where it's cold. Me coming up here from Northern California, I was like, ah, torch, you know, whatever. Yeah. I moved up here, my, every vehicle I have has a yeah. torch in it. But that, that thing could really, you know, Say, Okay, just bills. for instance, my 06 Mega Cab I had, I didn't have a grid heater. And I parked too far away from the building to plug my truck in. And so I was leaving one day and it would not start for the life of me. I was out there probably 10 minutes cranking it and going, okay, this isn't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? Popped the hood, went inside, got myself a torch and just started heating up the hot, well, the cold side. You're heating up the cold side of your intercooler. (laughs) Obviously this only works if you have metal intercoolers, not plastic ones, so don't go doing that. But just, uh, or even you could do it on your intake manifold anywhere. You just need to heat up some of that air getting into the engine because it's just too cold for that compression to create enough heat to make that make that fuel go boom. Because mm-hmm. again, there's no there's no spark. We got no spark that's that's aiding in, in starting here. It is merely on heat of compression. And again, that goes into why diesel engines have such high compression is because that air compressed. When you compress air, it heats up. Mm-hmm. And so I think believe the flashpoint. The diesel is 700 degrees. Someone can check me on that. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, sometimes you just got to heat that air up. So a blowtorch, even though it sounds kind of crude and kind of old, kind of like, it hey, works. It, it, but if you don't have another option, that's pretty much the only thing that's going to get it going unless you crank the living crap out of that. But then you got to, then you got to worry about like maybe even washing a cylinder down because mm-hmm. now you're not, you're not making that fuel go boom. So where's that fuel going? It's just sitting on the top of your piston. So yeah, blowtorches. Yeah, uh, I, I actually on my my OBS that it was non intercooled and I, I for a long time that's how I had to start it just with yeah. the blowtorch on the intake manifold the yeah. white pipe right there yeah till it was Keeps like it right like like red I had to go in there and crank it real fast and it start up and it was so pissed it mm-hmm. hated life it sounded like this yeah see how it idles smooth like a box of rocks yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, other things to help your truck, you know, it's give it extra time to warm up. Once you yes. do get it started, you know, obviously if it's, I hate to say this because like there's emergencies and stuff out mm-hmm. there. There are times like, okay, if my, and this is what I'll say too, like what's, oh man, my kid busted his head open. It's the dead of winter. I got to go. I'm getting my, my wife's escape. Yeah. <laughs> because I think fire is up and I'll pin it with no worries. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> if I still have the excursion, I get in there and I pin it like, ah, ah, yeah. Uh, and then I probably yeah. blow something up, and then my kid's still in the backseat, blood going all over the place. No, no. Yeah. It, it just, 
you can just tell a difference when you just take off when it's cold. I mean, obviously you can tell a difference, but it, you just, it's almost like the engine's like, ah, don't do it, don't yeah. do it, no. <laughs> He wasn't ready. It wasn't ready. No, Kevin, so, no. <laughs> so just make, yeah, let it warm up, for gosh sakes. These are expensive engines. I mean, even even the older stuff. I mean, 7.3s. How much is it for a 7.3 complete engine? Or even a short block. I mean, you're over five grand. Yeah, you're that. over five grand, like, yeah. So what's, what, what's it worth to you? Ten minutes late for work or five grand in a motor? Not saying that's going to happen, but yeah. it's just over, over the... Over the long scheme of things here, you just want to, you just want to take care of your engine. As far as how long to let it warm up, and also high idle switches definitely help that as yeah. well. Some trucks actually have high idle built into it, mm -hmm. um, but as I would say, as a as a rule of thumb, depending on how cold it is, I usually always try to give it at least. Well, especially because seven three is never going to warm up completely. I don't yeah. like that, <laughs> but I I try to give it always. <laughs> two solid minutes of yeah. it just running on its own. Yeah. Some people will say, oh, once the smoke starts to clear up or once, you know, once you see the heater gauge move or something like that, you'll kind of get your own, your own, you know, thing there. But like if, if my excursion sat all weekend and then I go to start up Monday morning, mm -hmm. I will, I would let it idle for like yeah. seven minutes. Yeah. Just let it sit there, choo-choo away. Mm -hmm. It was fine. But definitely it, it's going to take extra time to warm up. Yeah. Just, just know that wake up five minutes early. Yeah. Like I do. Yeah. Um, we also got grill blankets. Yeah. Grill blankets, grill covers. I always, uh, yeah. Grill, grill, whatever. whatever you want to call yeah, it. Like the yeah. truckers use. Um, I'd say, you know, up here in Spokane, that uh, for a 7.3, actually, <coughs> a lot of them probably use it for the Eco Diesels. A lot of people use it. Yeah, I use mine in my, in, in my truck. There's, mm -hmm. you know, there's probably, I would say maybe like a month, month and a half, especially up here where it can get like really, really cold. Yeah. And uh, they do, they do help. Those do help to, to warm the truck up quicker. Um, I, you know, I don't know if it's, I, I, I've pretty much gone without one ever since. The only reason I use mine in my eco diesel is because I got it for free. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So. I kind of feel cool using yeah. it. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big really truck. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've never really used one. Uh, I was actually in my garage staring at my grill cover because I still have it. And I was like, I wonder if I can make that work on the bourbon. And I'm like, you know, uh, no, yeah, don't no, be like that. I'm not going to be that guy. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, beyond there, okay, so keeping your engine nice and warm while it's cold, I'd say probably the worst engine that has to deal with that 7.3. Yeah. We already talked about two or three yeah. of your thermostat. If you're on the fence, just do it. Yeah. Um, now, let's, let's talk about anti-gel. Yes. So fuel, you know, diesel fuel can gel up, and then it clogs your filters, clogs yep. your lines, can't get fuel to the injectors, nothing's running, nothing's having a good time. Uh, and a lot of people add anti-gel additive through fuel like mm -hmm. we actually we sell some f-bomb ice yeah um As which, which works additive. yeah which works great um i would say like so does everybody need to use anti-gel well, well across no. the nation yeah well no not everybody i mean a lot of fuel that you get from the gas station is already treated for winter i mean you'll see the little little tag on the diesel mm -hmm. say it's treated for you know so and so below whatever um it's not much of an issue I would say in the lower 48. I mean, there's some areas, like I would maybe like North Dakota. Yeah, like the like, north, north, yeah, like that, yeah. that I mean, northern 150, Canada. 200 yeah. miles of the. <laughs> um, of there the are areas there. where guys can run into fuel gelling issues, and mm -hmm. we have a simple solution. It's a $10 bottle. I mean, buy yourself a case. You'll have enough for probably most of all of winter. Yeah, I mean, um, it's super concentrated. I mean, it's just well. one ounce per tank full. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have that for you guys that do run into that. I mean, like I said, most of the time, like around here where we're at, we really don't run into gelling issues. Um, but 
that we still use our additive for that because mm -hmm. of the other properties that it, that it has in it. And again, the anti you never know. You, you, you know, you could go to a, a fuel station and maybe get a crappy, crappy mix of fuel or whatever, mm -hmm. and you could have a, a, a problem with gelling. But um, and you want to keep that lubricity up. You want to keep the lubricity up, absolutely, especially for those cold cranks and those cold starts where the engine's kind of somewhat struggling to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a ten dollar bottle of insurance. I just saw Logan Snyder comment. Logan, what's up, dude? Centex <laughs> Diesel. Uh, this yeah. info is going to be extremely valuable for our one day at 30 degrees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag Texas. Texas Ola, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ola to you yeah. too, Logan. Yeah. I don't even think they sell these hats there in Texas. <laughs> if you wear that yeah, there, you ever, like, ever seen one? Out. Yeah, get out. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'd probably die from a heat stroke if I was probably. Like, <laughs> anywhere that was more than 70 degrees. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into things that maybe might not be directly diesel related, but I would say applies to just about every diesel owner out there because I will say for the most part, diesel yeah. are four-wheel drives. Yeah. Um, things to consider, you know, with your truck before winter. Make sure the four-wheel drive works. <laughs> <laughs> if you just bought a truck. <laughs> like, I just tested the four-wheel drive in the 6.2 Bourbon uh, two weeks, in? a week mm -hmm. and a half ago. I finally did an oil change on it. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm totally doing this like totally redneck status. Mm -hmm. I, I, I drove it in four wheel drive up some cinder blocks that I pulled from my front yard. And I just had to get it high enough to get a bucket under it because it's like low. Yeah. <laughs> it's like as low as you can go with four wheel drive right now. Like my hitch hits the, I think you guys know, my hitch hits the road every time I leave my driveway. I'm we like should, we should try and see if we can actually do that just by pumping it. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so making sure your truck actually goes into four-wheel drive. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm going to have a four-wheel drive rant here. But living up here in Spokane, it snows every year. Like, mm -hmm. We get ice every yeah. year. It happens every year. Yep. If you drive a vehicle that's not four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive and you don't put snow tires on or studs in the winter, yeah. I hate you. Yeah, we hate you. I hate you. Like you, yeah. It snows up here every year. Like, oh, maybe this year it won't. It has snowed for the, since the dawn of time. Yeah. <laughs> every year, for gosh sakes. Oh. And you're the, always the people stuck at the bottom of the hill. You're always people sliding down the hill. Can't stop at intersection. Can't go at intersection. Oh, I didn't know winter yeah. was coming. <laughs> it's here. Yeah. Well, not here, here, but like it, it's, it's so, happening. So you just made me think of something. I'm actually going to change my rant. And Cooper is calling me right now. Our GM's calling him. Should we answer it live? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of wondering, <laughs> Cooper, if you're watching, comment. I'm doing it. <laughs> you doing it? Hey, Cooper. Hey, we're at the, doing the podcast right now. I got, I got you on the phone live. Hey, he says, what's up, everybody? I got Cooper on the phone, our general manager. <laughs> Cooper, hey, what is your number one thing that you keep in your truck wintertime? Go. Wintertime, what's your number one thing? Recovery bag and F-bomb ice. Boom. We're going to be going over some recovery bag stuff on what you want. All right. I will call you back after this is done. Thanks, buddy. All right, bye. <laughs> so, boom. Just like that. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Okay. Make sure, make, make sure your tires aren't shot. Yeah. Make sure your spare. A lot of these are good, just typical things to have. In there. I mean, make sure you got a good spare. Make sure everything you need to change your spare because your, your tire is always going to blow in the most undesirable spot with yeah. three feet of snow, wife and kids in the car, yeah. trying to get home. Baby's got a dirty diaper. Yeah. Yeah, it just... It's worst case scenario. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, making sure you got tools to change for your spare. Now, this is, we're going to start talking about things that definitely apply to people that live in the snow. Yes. Um, a toe strap. Toe an strap. anchor point. 
A lot of people have toe straps. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got a strap. You pull me out. Okay, where do you want to put it? Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, we sell <clears throat> two like complete recovery bags, and one really cool <clears throat> product that a lot of the recovery bags have are those soft shackles. Yes. Those soft shackles are amazing. Yeah. You could like wrap that around darn near anything. Mm -hmm. It's not going to damage anything because it's literally a rope that's rated to you know an ungodly amount of weight. Like way more than you'll need. It's yeah. <laughs> so the soft shackles, like we we had some on the on the UA rig, the yeah. Howie. If I don't know if you get we we have our, our uh, howitzer that's our, our our single cab short bed that we chopped, well long bed that we chopped. Yeah. Um, on forty twos now forties. Um, and that actually, we use soft shackles on it. And the first time I saw them, I was like, really? This yeah. is it? We're going to pull out this big, freaking huge truck with these soft shackles? <laughs> they worked. They worked. Yeah. I was blown away. Like, I, I didn't say they, I, I knew they would work, but the same you hold them in your hand, you're like, you're just like, really? This little thing, huh? This thing is so simple. It freaking works. Yeah. So, toe strap, uh, anchor point, gloves. Gloves. Gloves I, were I huge. forgot my gloves. I was going to wear them, actually. Your phalanges. <laughs> and yeah. things to make sure that you're warm while you're working on your truck. Um, I always keep a actual, just like an old Dickies jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. Not because I wear a suit and tie and I need to stay dry yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But like when you get under your truck, it's... Especially in winter time. In winter time, it's going to be cold. Every extra layer helps. And maybe you are wearing your nice jacket and you don't want to mess it up. Well, well yeah. I mean, but, I mean, trucks, when you start going through snow and slush and all that crap, I mean, they get nasty underneath. Yeah. I mean... Filthy nasty. I don't want to get. No, no, I love getting didn't. dirty, but not that kind of dirty. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. wet. Na yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. Uh, tools. Obviously, you should make sure you have a good tool kit in your truck, bag, regardless. Yeah. But making sure that you have stuff in your vehicle to take care of whatever you need to do outside of your vehicle while you get snuck in the snow. Yeah, because you're going to um, a shovel. Yeah. Um, a good hat. Yeah, good. Good hat. <laughs> blanket. Maybe a friend. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a snack. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually opened this up to the sales guys, and the one thing I forgot that I should have put on there, and everybody else was like, yeah. you need to make sure you have a little whiskey. Yeah. I do not condone drinking and driving. But However, if you're going to get stuck in your car for multiple hours at a time yeah. waiting for someone to show up, have a little a drink. flask yeah. can go a long way. Maybe a little battery pack. Yeah. If, your truck, if it's not running, your truck stall is not running. Those little, uh, they're not, I know they're not disposable, those little USB pack, little battery things you can get like, mm -hmm. like oh, or Safeway and stuff. Yeah, little even the little, even the little cheap ones, like not even just a jump starter, but it's the cheap one to power your phone up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always gonna, your truck's always going to take crap when your phone's dead. Yeah. Um, and even it's like, oh, I got an extra 25%. That 25% is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, back to the four-wheel drive. Make sure your hub's lock. Yeah, yes. There is, we always have an influx of guys coming in getting uh, Ford manual hub. Like, <laughs> yes. And, and it's like it's, clockwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always order extra right about this time just to make sure I have them on the shelf. Because they're gonna they come in, the first snow hits, there's like four feet of snow on the ground. Right. Boom, like, boom, boom. Yeah. Crap. I need them right now. I'm yeah. like, I have what you need. Yes. Yes. You absolutely. are welcome. Okay. Let me make sure my oh, the scraper. Oh my gosh. So my favorite scrape scraper, I think it's called the Eagle Claw. And the reason <laughs> why I like noise. it is because it is you go back and forth with it. Yeah. You get a scrape this way, and you get a scrape this way. It's a double scraper. It's a double scrape. The yeah. Eagle Claw. Just my opinion. It's like you're making money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even sell them. We but, don't. <laughs> yeah, making sure that you... Uh, my big thing is the, the extendo. Yes, and yeah. the extended. Make sure that you have a handle that actually extends, because most of us, obviously, if you're watching this podcast, yeah. or watching live or listen, you drive a truck, it's probably lifted. If it's not, it's at least leveled. And that means that top of the windshield's way the hell up there. Mm -hmm. So make sure you got an extendable one. You can actually, you know, brush it all the way off, pull it, whatever you need, scrape it, yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah. Don't do what That's I did you. this morning. 
So I we had I frost some. I, you probably did you? I did. I came in about an hour later. Okay. Yeah. So I had my whole windshield was frost, mm. and the garage was already closed. I was like leaving, kind of kind of a little. You know, I was running late, but I was like I wanted to go get myself a little energy drink in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to leave early, right? Well, I left my scraper inside, and I was like, yeah, heater didn't quite get her yet, so. You can use the old debit card trick. <laughs> old credit card. <laughs> so, that might take you four hours. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Don't don't be that guy. Don't be like me this morning. Just put your scraper in your room. Yeah. I know exactly where my scraper's at, sitting right on top of my toolbox. I purposely set them out because I knew. I actually it was starting I, to make it cold. I have two. I keep one in the garage and yeah. one inside. Yeah. Because th- here's the issue: you unlock your truck and you're like, all right, I need to get the snow off of the door so it doesn't all fall in. Yes. But my scraper's inside the vehicle. But, yeah. I, but I need to scrape it off. But it's inside. And then you do the whole what pull, do your I do? Up, pull the sleeve yeah. up on your arm and do that. And then you start your day off with a frozen hand. And it's like, just have an extra scraper. Yeah. And it, it, that can even be the crappy one because you just need to get it off the door. Or even just in. a brush. Just to, because yeah. I've been that guy where you see my, my, my shop room. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the snow off. Like, just, yeah. Have two scrapers. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you gotta keep your paint nice, so you don't want your shop room just mm-hmm. scratching or scratching your, your your nice paint job. Or if you've got a '60 Suburban, you just don't really care. Also, if this is your first time, if you live in the winter and this, if you live in the winter, <laughs> in the if winter. you live where it's snowy and icy and this is news to you, I'm sorry that no one else told you. But if if it if it's icy outside, start your vehicle before you scrape the ice off your windshield. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds redundant to a lot of people, but if you're like, oh, I just started my truck and the ice is really hard. Yeah. Start your truck, mm-hmm. turn the defroster on, go back inside for, you know, yeah, go, go do the other thing real quick and then come and try and scrape it off. Yeah, it'll come off way easier. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No <sighs> joke. I think, wow. Oh, phone cord. Oh, flashlight. Fla- got flashlight. Got you. Headlamp. Yes. Flashlights are huge. For me, a headlamp is bigger because hands-free. It's always like you're trying to sit there and fix everything and you're doing this or you get yeah. on your arm or you got your, your son out there holding it for you or your wife's like, I'm cold and she's holding it and she's not even pointing out the right thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, look, a butterfly. And, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know what butterflies butter- are here in the is winter. winter butterflies? <laughs> I probably just shot myself. My wife is going to kill me when I get home because of that. Um, yeah, all those things can, uh, basic emergency kit. Yeah. Um, those are huge. Uh, if you don't have one started already, you should probably customize one to yourself. But if you just need a starter kit, Costco. They're like 50 bucks or something like that. Yeah. They're great. They got jumper cables, um, basic uh, medical supplies. Mm-hmm. I think they might have like a, a, a little disposable flashlight almost or something like that. Uh, definitely a nice thing to have in there just to get started. It's got all the stuff you never yeah. think about. Or even two, this, these guys aren't even paying for this. Mm-hmm. Those guys over at Off Road Power Products. Yeah. Those guys. I hate those guys. <laughs> are, are they on your shirt? No, no, they're not. No, they're not. No. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, Off Road Power Products, which is our it's our other site that we have. Mm-hmm. Check out some of the recovery and like their um, like even like some of the survival stuff they got. Yeah, they've got we've got a ton of cool little products like that. Heck, we even got food. Yeah, we've got like survival food. Yeah, survival food. So yeah, ch- check out Alpha Power Products for that stuff. We've got a ton of of kind of lifestyle stuff that uh, works perfect for guys that are kind of making kits for the winter time. All right, we're gonna dive into some Q and A here. Uh, if, you, if you haven't asked your question on Facebook Live, start asking right now because I'm going to yeah. go through all of them. Let's see here. Uh, Marcus says, nice Duke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hunter says, winters equal harsh cold starts, too. Yeah, here true, come true. the cold start videos. Yes. Guilty. 
<laughs> uh, I hate myself. Yeah. Uh, Brian, cute Lansing, hat. cute hat. Don't use the word cute, Brian. Yeah, it's not cute. <laughs> uh, Cameron says that hat. See, everybody likes yeah. that hat, man. Yeah. I should. Ah, man. His hat is, yeah. Uh, Brian Peterson, we got a thumbs up there. Uh, Martinez says Tyler with a laughy face. Martinez, our receptionist. Sip. Let's see, Cameron says, not going to lie, that hat looks freaking warm. My bald head would appreciate that. Dude, bald that hat guys, is warm. unite. Yes. Wow, it is so much louder when I take it off. I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Let's see here. Bruce started watching. What's up, Bruce? Uh, David. Yeah, what's up, Alec? Injection. What's injection, up? my dude. Uh, David asked about, says, since you're a big 7.3 fan, uh, what year do you think is the best 7.3 currently on the market? I can, never, can see never see the extra see part. Um, let's see, what year is the best 7.3? really depends on your power goal. Um, if you are actually trying to build a decent amount of power, again, we're talking about 7.3s here, so I would say 450 plus. Yeah. I would, I would search out an OBS, uh, 94 or 97, um, most because you're going to actually have you know, good connecting rods there, whereas on the late 99 to 03s, you got the powdered rods, which are good for like 425, and then they go kaput, and then you're into a whole new, basically, lower end. Yeah. So unless you do plan on pulling the engine to do a lower end, or you get a sweet deal on maybe like a low mileage uh, Super Duty 7.3 with a blown engine or something mm. like that, or needs an axle or something. Otherwise, yeah. I go old body style, because you're going you're gonna to be putting money into the turbo, which means you're going to do an intercooler system on it anyways. Mm -hmm. So the, as far as the entry-level horsepower, if you're just going to do intake tuner exhaust, get yourself a, a Super Duty 7.3. It's like yeah. a late model 7.3. If you actually are trying to do some decent power, and I'm sure Alec can chime in on here, he's actually got a, he had a really sweet old bicep yeah, truck. Actually, no, he still has it. It's been blown up a couple of times, 7.3 life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I would actually build power with that. Um, we already talked about Logan's comment there. Dave Menke says, let it idle. Yes, sir. Let's see. Oh, uh, Brian Peterson. What's a good temperature to start adding? I'm sure he's talking about the uh, winter fuel additive. Well, honestly, anti-gel stuff. I mean, it, it, below freezing. I mean, that's. I mean, that's really. I would it, say if you're below freezing, like consistently yeah. for days. Yes. So if it's one of those things where like you you hit like, you know, twenty degrees at night and then it's at like forty degrees during the day. Nah, yeah. no, no, no. We're talking like if during the day at the peak of the day it's like fifteen. Yeah. And it gets like negative. You know, twelve at night or something. Yeah. That's always a kind of extreme there. But I'd say if you're below. 25 degrees at the peak of your day, it might be a good idea to start looking at yeah. NIGEL stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, are we still running a deal on our... Yes, we, we are actually. On we have overstock on our F-bomb ice. Um, we're pretty much doing a buy one, get one. And honestly, yeah. if you're watching this and you call in and talk to me or Tyler, if you buy any F-bomb, we'll throw in some F-bomb ice because yeah. winter's coming. And the only reason why we're switching out of that is because of the bottles. We had too many yeah, complaints of the bottles, bottles leaking. So we have all of our new stock already ready. It's just we have a bunch of some of the old bottles that are still hanging around. So, yeah, get that while, it, get that while we got it. So if you want to stock up for winter, now's your time. Let's see. Kevin Calloway, what's up, my dude? Uh, I'm always answering uh, uh, yeah. David's question about the, the 2000 the or year, the 7.3. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually, uh, from what I can see on there, he actually answered that pretty well. Thanks, Kevin. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Dustin, I had my fuel or had my fuel jelly in St. Louis last winter. Uh, it did go down to negative yeah, 7. seven. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would use some anti-gel. Willie. Yeah. Let's see, I live in deep South Texas. What is this winter you talk about? What is this winter? Hey, <laughs> super cool winter? that we have uh, people viewing and watching from, from Texas, man, yeah. from South yeah, Texas. Man. man, I appreciate that. If you haven't already, go on to our uh, go on to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. You might get a T-shirt. Yeah, leave us a five-star review, screenshot that, and email it to Ben at Diesel Power Products. We'll make sure you get some cool stuff. <laughs> Miguel. Oh, let's see here. 
Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. I was waiting for these. Yeah. I was waiting for these. We're waiting for the, the bad advice winter yeah. few, or winter <laughs> stuff. Uh, let's see. We talk, some people talk about deflate tires. Yeah, I would say actually I do drop a couple of PSI. Not a lot, though. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe drop like four or five at most. Yeah. Just a, mm, a little bit. Um, it says uh, make sure to swap your summer air out with your winter air. Yeah, your tires. <laughs> make sure you drain them completely. Yeah. Put you, your winter air you don't in. want your You don't want your summer air to freeze inside your yeah. tires. You can't have cross-contamination of summer air and winter air. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Logan says, hey, guys, we'll watch from the beginning. Uh, hashtag replay. Uh, you guys have a great night. Hey, you thanks, too, Kyle, Kyle, man. Appreciate thanks for watching, it, man. man. Leave your review. We'll send you a shirt, man. Screenshot at bendyspotproducts.com. Chad Cole's watching. Chad Cole. Oh, my God, Chad Cole. My favorite soulless ginger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soulless ginger? Yeah, he's a ginger. He's got no soul. He's got no soul? Yeah. Do all gingers have no soul? Have you not heard this? No. Can someone chime in? Is this, this is a real thing. Don't make me look weird here. Did, did, did I hear you? Did I hear you? Yeah, they're soulless, yeah. Someone will chime in here. Okay. Uh, Miguel wants to know, uh, on a serious note, thought on the thoughts on the L5P with parts falling off. Was I have seen some of Corey's posts on that, and I'm what's intrigued. Gonna, I haven't seen. What, what's falling off? Well, when it goes to Mexico back, you know. Oh, oh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, get out your wallet. Get out your wallet. <laughs> However... The numbers that Corey has been putting up there, is this the easiest platform to make high horsepower numbers on? We're talking like stock turbo, stock injector, yeah. stock fuel pump. I, I want to say he was starting to tap seven at the wheels. I could be wrong. <laughs> Someone can fact check me on that. But yeah. he's, you know, as far as like a capable platform, holy freaking okay. guacamole. Yeah, let's sit back and think about that for a second here. Ten years ago, the diesel engine, 700 horsepower was like... Top of the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like, holy crap. How cool is it that now, like, I, that just makes me so excited for the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we could, I mean, at the rate it's going, we could very well have a four-digit truck with, I mean, probably not, but yeah. <laughs> that would be really cool, manufacturers, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're probably not, but. <laughs> it's the freaking future. <laughs> it's the future. Let's see. Alex, one of our new sales guys. Yes. Uh, we actually have a, a new green sales guy downstairs. Yeah, so be uh, Alex Hales. Uh, be easy if you get him on the phone. Maybe give him a little razzle dazzle. But yeah, nah. yeah. we're all watching him. Yeah. He's a good kid. Uh, see, don't forget to drain your oil so it doesn't freeze in your block. Ooh, another one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't do that. Do not drain your oil. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, David. Uh, I found a '96 F250 of 78,000 miles on in great condition. Keep it. Don't ever sell it. Don't do what I did and sell yeah. your OBS. You always regret it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Logan hashtag Florida. Yes, sir. Shane exhaust samples are a must between seasons. Exhaust samples. What are you sampling? You tasting mm, it? I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got elaborate. another LOL. Please elaborate. Uh, Mike says gingers have freckles and no soul. <laughs> At least one other person agrees with me on this. This is totally true. And Brian's watching, close personal friend of mine. What's up, Brian? I believe you have an LML. We sold you some parts. Hopefully it's doing well. Um, yeah. All right. I know what's going on here. Right on next, I'm going to get a little ranty with you guys. And this is about hate in the comment sections. Ooh. So we, me and Tyler made a video last week that actually had quite a decent amount of views. And it, it was, we were, we, me and him were like, it was like the grunt style video yeah. where we're freaking out of the F1 truck. And if you guys don't already know, uh, in the comment section, 99.9% .9 of the time, that's me. Yeah. It's 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 so about products. That's me. So all the, the one yeah, he's commenting, responding with like memes and gifs and stuff like that, and like kind of like talking, you know, slight-handed crap. That's me. Yeah, I'm doing all of that. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. I take my morning. You know, I sit down for sit down for my morning meeting with the porcelain gods, and I, I start responding to comments while I'm driving to work. 
actually not while I'm driving to work, that's unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> 24-7, I'm always responding to those. Yeah. And there are some arbitrary, <laughs> just, just the worst hate comments ever. Yeah, I know. Like the, the, and then I respond, and the worst, actually my favorite part is I respond to them. Yeah. Care to elaborate on that? <laughs> And I would say about almost all of them, like, oh my god, yeah, I can't believe it. Actually, yeah, and then and then I take it upon myself, and this this might this might pull in more hate comments, but I take it upon myself to dissect everything they say. Yeah, yeah, let's break it down nicely. Yeah, as nicely as possible, and honestly, by the end of it, it usually ends up with all of us laughing. Yeah, well, the funniest <laughs> part of that whole the, where the comments on that video mm-hmm. was the guys that are like, I'm only here watching diesel power yeah. products responses. Like, <laughs> that just makes me happy. That, that makes just, me happy because I'm like, Asada. Yeah, which by the way, guys, we, I'm sure, well, that video, uh, we had such a fun time doing that video, yeah. even though it was like really kind of like, well, everybody, well, it was kind of. There was literally no words in it. I there's no words. That. We didn't no say words. one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what was really surprising? So I'm going to kind of just tie in my rant here. Yeah, do it. So just really surprising with that. Mm. How popular? How, pe- how well? For for one, how many people were worried about the suburban? <laughs> for one, that like they're, like they're we just so let about, it go yeah. smack a building or something like. But no, we didn't. This is my daily. Yeah. <laughs> this is my daily. And we on like in the comments, I got more questions about the bourbon than about the F bomb truck. We have close to a hundred grand tied up in an F bomb truck, and everybody wants to know about the two grand suburban. <laughs> it's not even two grand yeah, suburban. No. <laughs> So oh, we, we are going to yeah. do a truck overview on it. Yes, and yes. I can't wait. It's going to be gold. I'm not going to lie. It, it may be a little, little Mirror King style. Yeah. 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 So it may be. But maybe. so I'm going to go tie into my little rant here. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to actually do, I was going to do something about returns, but I'm gonna, we're going to do a whole video about returns, so I'm not even going to dive into that. Bourbon update. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done one in a while. Yeah. And I'm sure people are, if there's that many people that are asking about it, here's your update on it. Mm-hmm. So. Oil change, done. She's wow. got some Schaefer's 9000, full synthetic. Fine, you know, I think I, you know, I'm going to admit this, even though this is like completely out of the ordinary for me, I kind of neglected the oil change since I got it, but it, I, don't, I don't know. It was just old, I don't know. <laughs> so I finally changed the oil. I probably pulled about, and this, was, this is what made me feel really understand. bad, because I, I probably only pulled about three quarts of oil out of her. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, it makes me sad now, but hey. <laughs> She's, she's loaded up with some Schaefer's 9000 synthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I fix? I fixed the coolant leak. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, you want to expand on that, how you <laughs> fixed it? So I went, to, I went to look for radiators for this thing. And I'm not, I'm not I mean, obviously, this isn't like a high horsepower rig. I'm not mm-hmm. looking for something crazy. Um, I, you know, a lot of, some of the parts that I'm getting, the stock replacement parts, I'm, I'm, I'm getting from, you know, places that, have stock replacement parts. Mm-hmm. Like LMC truck is one of them yeah. that's great for some of like interior parts and whatnot. But what we'll come to find out, the diesel radiator is like on back order with everybody. Forever. So then I was talking to Dave in our shop, Dave Chappelle, which is the co-host of Dirt Every Day. He's in our shop. Yeah. Super cool dude. He's like, hey, check out these guys Champion Radiator. They make cheap like aluminum radiators. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Let's check them out. Back order too. <sighs> so I'm probably going to get some flack for this, but I put some stock, stop leak in her. <laughs> I put some stop leak in her. The 6-2 purists are rolling yeah. in their grave right oh, now. Oh, God, they're so mad at me. Right Gail now. Banks is going to fly here and slap He's going to be so face. mad at me. But <laughs> you know what? I put some stop leak in her. She hasn't leak, leaked a bit since. So huh? you know what? I'm just going to limp her along with a stop leak until we get some radiators in for her. And also, I got some pretty awesome freaking lights for it. Yeah. Oh, you that did, That we found yeah. in the shop. The old school highlighters. Yeah. Well, no, these are, oh, so LEDs. I got some uh, Hella Rally 4000s. 
Now your normal Rally 4000s just come with it. It's like a halogen bulb, right? right. These, are, these are HIDs. These are HIDs. So I'm pretty excited. I got three giant lights. I'm gonna they're I'm the, the nine inches too. They're like that. They're, they're huge. They're huge. And so I'm throwing those. I on mean, the front nine bumper. inches like this big. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so we're throwing those lights on the front. I'm sure people are wondering when I'm gonna actually lift it and look at good, make it looking good, and put some wheels and tires on. That's coming down the road. You guys wait. I'm kind of doing some of the fun stuff first, like interior parts, and and, and you know, if I come across a set of lights, we're throwing those on. Yeah. Hey. You know what? You guys will see more uh, when we do our overview video on her, on what my plans are, what's going to be done. So we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I ran for. That's the that's the update on the bourbon. If anybody cares, uh, apparently there's a lot of people that care. But. My suburban still runs like total crap. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I hate every, every. I get in that truck every morning and I hate it. I want to. I want to just pull my concealed carry out and shoot it in the front of the <laughs> yeah. block and say, "Oops, sorry, babe. The truck blew up." Yeah. Because I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to express yeah. how much that thing kills me. And the worst part is it'll probably never die. It probably won't. It won't die until I kill it. Yeah. Which means yeah. I have to kill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was joking for a while. I thought the Suburban was going to die because uh. my, my Suburban was going to die because I, I, I was leaking coolant so much. I, I told everybody here I was converting it to air-cooled. <laughs> Taking a page out of Volkswagen's book. Yeah. <laughs> Not right. a good idea. So... If you made it this far of the video, thank you for watching. This is your first time watching. We have a whole backlog of videos coming out on iTunes uh, covering intakes, exhaust, turbos, uh, how to build your tow rig, uh, building a truck on a budget, all yeah. of those. Uh, make sure you watch them on iTunes. Uh, give us a review if you do a five-star review and ask a question in there. Screenshot it. Send it to Ben at dieselpowerproducts.com. We will answer your question live on the live stream and send you a shirt. Wow. And, and, yeah. It's, that sounds like you could, how could you not want to do stuff that? Or like pretty much yeah. nothing. But we, we have seen actually views picking up with the iTunes, and that means a lot to us. That means we can keep yes. doing what we're doing. Love what we love doing here. I think we might actually make ourselves some custom mugs because yeah. we're part of a two-man team now. Yeah, and we've got some excellent ideas that we want to implement and we want to do. So keep keep watching. There's going to be some awesome content coming from us. So we're going to have guests on here. Yes. Uh, every Thursday, 3.15 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you tune in. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Search Diesel Power Products. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For all of your diesel performance needs, be sure to visit us at dieselpowerproducts.com. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.